Uh, so anyhow, we're grateful for God's blessing in our life and uh, how, all the good things that God has given to us. You know, the, the title of my message today is, When Life Happens, God is With Me. And the, the focus is with me. You know, so everybody say, with me, with me. Okay, are you with me? <laughs> and that's God says that to us. Are you with me here, you know? So when we think of God being with us, um, when, when life happens, God is with me. So I'm sure we've heard the expression, don't just stand there, do something. So anybody not heard that? Okay, don't just stand there, do something. Well, generally that is inferring that there's some type of a crisis, there's some type of problem happening, and you are supposed to jump into action and fix it. And uh, that crisis can be, can be anything. It can be, uh, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, the other day I was, uh, we were driving back from, I don't know, where were we at? I don't know, we were driving back from somewhere. Uh, I think it was Friday. Oh, we were driving back from the meeting in, uh, in up in Fallen Timber. And uh, I am driving down the road and there's this bend up ahead and there's this young girl. I could tell it was a young girl. She was in a red car, and um, she was texting, and she forgot to straighten out her car as she came around the bend, and she had both, both tires, front tires, in my lane, and, you know, she was going to come right in the front of me. So I, pre- I, I, I didn't just sit there. I did something. I blew the horn. <laughs> and uh, as she was startled, she, you know, push, plus I put on the brakes, and as she was startled, she came back, onto her side of the road and went on her merry way. So you don't just sit there, you don't just stand there, you have to do something. So she averted a crisis, <laughs> probably a very blunt force trauma crisis to her life because she was in a small little car and she was going to run into the front of my truck. <laughs> and uh, so it would have been very difficult for her in that situation. So, but God is with us. And, you know, when you start thinking about how that God has taken care of us over, over the years and over this, over this week, you know, there's just little things that happen. Uh, we were traveling down 219 yesterday, and this turkey went across the road. It, wasn't a, it was a real turkey, not a guy or a car. It was a, it was a real turkey, you know. So can you imagine running into a turkey? Well, it may not be very big, but, you know, a little turkey can do a lot of damage. And, you know, had we just been a few seconds for a closer, we might have hidden it. You know, we might have hidden it. So <laughs> we might have run into it. So, but then again, you have all these other things that are going on in our life, all the other events that come and go. And, well, you know, that's by chance. That's by, you know, we, we missed that opportunity. But sometimes our life isn't, I, I, I'm into this um, idea that God has this, this life planned out for us. He has these opportunities that are strangely uh, disguised as problems. And he has these opportunities that he's presented before us, and we now are called upon how that we're going to respond to them. How then are we going to be able to make the best of where we are going and what we are doing? So crises is whenever we, uh, you know, it can be in a number of different ways. You know, it rains on your picnic, you know, but if you've been planning the picnic for um, a year, it's, that, that's a crisis, you know. We're almost in a crisis with the penguins, you know. <laughs> to those of you who follow the penguins. Uh, 
that's not those little guys around running around and, you know, at, in, the, in the North Pole or South Pole somewhere. That's not the penguins we're talking about. Um, so, you know, they're, they're getting closer to the end where it's a must win or they're going to not win the Stanley Cup. So they're heading into a crisis here pretty soon. Well, car breaks down. You know, there's, you know, a storm that's coming. There, you know, so crises can be anything. You get, you know, being sick, just like the, the young girl that, you know, is doing fine. And then all of a sudden there's a, an aneurysm and life is in a crisis of a situation. So a life and death situation. So crises can come in many different forms, in many different ways. Uh, but, it, you know, in each one of these, we must remember when life happens, God is with me. With me. So no matter where I'm at, in the good, the bad, the ugly, the not so good, God is with me. And so we, we look at this and we say that, you know, we were driving through Somerset yesterday and Rhonda says, there goes the life flight, you know, there's the helicopter, you know. So someone in that helicopter patient is having a crisis. A pilot is having a normal day. You know, the people that are the attendants of the person, nurses or doctors inside of that life flight, they're having a normal day. But to the patient, it's a crisis. You see, and, and whenever we start looking at our life, we can be involved in people's lives and involved in situations, but it's not a crisis to us. And what we have to always remind ourselves is, God is with me. God is with me. So our prayer then, whenever we are in this crisis, we pray and, and, we, and we, you know, we ask ourselves, well, where, who am I in this crisis? Am I the one experiencing it? Am I the patient in the life flight? Am I the, am I the uh, pilot? Am I the doctor, nursing, staff that's taking care of the person inside that, plight, in, inside that flight? We have to ask ourselves, who are we in this crisis? And in that place, then we ask ourselves, what is our relationship with God? <laughs> because sometimes God isn't here to eliminate the pr problem, but to take us through it. Sometimes the crisis is how that we're going to go through what we are facing. Um, you know, he doesn't make everything wonderful like a magic formula, the magic kingdom, you know. Uh, we pray and we believe and we know that God is with me see this is the, these are the words <laughs> these are the words that we need to constantly remind ourselves when we wake up when we go to work when we're on the road when god is with me now whether that person texting runs into me or whether they don't god is with me see god is with me and god is going to have his hand upon my life he does have his hand upon our life and he has called us to a place of being filled with his presence you know, when we are praying for the people in crises, you know, we want them to sense the presence of God, that they know that they're safe, that they know that they're in a, a safe place. And if you're in a safe place, then you deal with it differently. You deal with the crises differently. So that whether you're the pilot or the flight personnel, the hospital personnel or whether you're the patient we want to be in the presence of God that we know that we can offer peace to ourselves and then peace to our surroundings 
You see, God is not here to take away necessarily our pain, but God is here to fill up our lives with his presence. In your presence, Lord. <laughs> the, the song we just sang. It's, it's important that we understand that God is with me. And when God is with me, our lives are filled with his presence. So I am never in a place where God cannot be with me. I am never in a place where his presence is not about me. And, and God, God doesn't uh, seek ways to abandon us. He seeks ways to let us know he's there. You see, God's desire is for us to let us know that he is with us. There is always something there to remind me. <laughs> there is always something there to remind me that God is with me and I am in his presence. Okay? There is always something there to remind me. So if some of you are from the 60s, you remember that song. <laughs> There's always something there to remind me. Yeah, you see, I do come up with crazy things. <laughs> and it's God. He gave it to me. So, yeah, it's God's fault. I'll duck. Him stand back. <laughs> Lightning is coming. So. So when God, when God then sounds his horn, <laughs> you know, when God sounds his horn alerting us to the crises that is coming, sometimes we wake up and we get back in our right lane, you know, come back into our right mind. Um, and the, but we are always reminded that we are in the presence of the Holy One. We are in the presence of God Almighty and that our firm foundation and our world cannot be shaken. Because God is there to remind me that he is with me. In Psalm uh, 16, verse 8, verse 7 says, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. You see, first of all, we've got to understand the counsel of God. God is our counselor, our pre very present help in time of trouble, but he is our counselor. He is our, our strength and our counselor. Counselor. See, he counsels us in his word. His word then gives us a view of life, and his view of life always, keep, always is there to remind us that we are on a firm foundation. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So in this security and in this place of God's presence, I am safe. So the Lord, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My rains also instruct me in the night season. So the rains, meaning the rains of a... Um, horse or uh, a, a, an ox or whatever you have the rain and those rains that are guiding me are there to remind me even in the night season I can't see where I'm going but God is directing me in verse 8 I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand I shall not be moved so God sounds his horn for us to look up and remember where we are and what we are doing and where we are headed and God has averted a crisis Honk if you love Jesus. <laughs> you know? Honk if you love Jesus. Uh, so we, you know, I didn't give everybody, I should have got everybody a horn. That would have been a good thing to bring home today. Ever get everybody a horn? <laughs> I'm still nuts, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, as long as I'm only nuts sitting here, everything's fine. <laughs> so... It's not nuts, it's the truth. You're supposed to back me up here, you know? Don't go along with some of my, my things. Go back me up, you know? 
It's, it's a good thing uh, what God's counsel is. So I, 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 have, I have set the Lord always before me. So I have set the Lord before me. So it is my desire, <laughs> it is my desire that God go before me. God go with me. God strengthen me and counsel me. It is my desire. See, we don't always understand, you know, the, the, the understanding of why is impossible. But the knowing that I am always, he's always with me, that is my security. That is my hope. Now, we're not going to have answers. Sorry, we don't have all the answers. I just know that God is with me and God surrounds me with his counsel. And you see, and, and the scripture goes on to say uh, in the, in the, in the um, Message Bible, it says, I'm happy from the inside out and from the outside in. I'm, fir- I'm firmly formed. I'm happy on the outside in and the inside out. That, that God is with me. That, that type of security is that inside, outside, outside, inside, it all is safe. And God is with me and he surrounds me with his presence. And we need to remember these two simple words. Are you ready? Two very important, two very simple words. With me. <laughs> God is with me. God is with me. Well, what about this? What? God is with me. What about? There's no whatabouts. <laughs> there are no exceptions. There, you know, I, I, we can't put reasons to everything. All I know is God is with me. And when God is with me, nothing will be able to separate me from him. Nothing will be able to come between us. And God is going to sound the horn whenever we're headed into danger and get us back on the path. And he's going to take us to these places because God is with me. So we pray before the difficulties. You know, even when we're sitting here, well, God is, I don't have a problem. Well, pray anyhow. You know, Daniel, (laughs) Daniel was thrown in prison because he prayed. But he prayed three times a day and they threw him in jail. So Daniel didn't get he didn't, they didn't uh, uh, grab hold of him and take him to the lion's den and just before they threw him in, say, oh God, help me. You know, no, he, didn't, he prayed. He was in this place where he knew that God was before him and he knew that God was with him and he knew the direction that his life should go and he shouldn't bow down or should, he needed to offer his prayers to God. And King, King Nebuchadnezzar fell for other people's lies and whatever and they threw Daniel in the lion's den. Well, it isn't that the lions were not hungry at the time. <laughs> they were, their mouths were shut up. <laughs> and their abilities to rip Daniel apart were just subsided. Why? Because Daniel had prayed. God was with him. And see, the, the, you know, as you read the book of Daniel, you have Daniel and then we have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They won't bow down to the, uh, to the king's idol and worship him. Now, Daniel, to understand a little bit of, of that situation, they are, they are slaves taken from Israel and they've been taken to Babylon. They're the extremely bright, the extremely elite of their society Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel. They are, the, they are the elite of their society, but they are in a relationship with God. They know that God is with them. And so when the king tells them to bow down, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they say, we're not doing it. 
Be it known unto you, O king, our God is able to deliver us, but if not, we're still not going to bow down, and our God is still king. You see, God is with me. You see, God is with me. So whether I'm in the lion's den or going to be thrown into the fiery furnace, God is with me. Now, our prayer, my prayer would have been, I don't want to go into the lion's den and I don't want to go into the furnace. Okay, God, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Just you know, scratch me off of that list. I don't want those kind of trials. Well, it's kind of like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Father, if it be your will, let this cup pass for me, but not my will, but yours be done. So Daniel had that type of faith. The three Hebrew children, we call them, they had that type of faith. They're three Hebrew teenagers. They're not, you know, six, seven, eight-year-olds. They're probably 16, 17, 18-year-olds. And they knew enough of their faith that they weren't going to bow down to the king. But what happens to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is when they are thrown into the furnace, the only thing that is burnt off of them were the things that were tying them up, the cords. And what does the king Nebuchadnezzar say? He says, didn't we throw three people in there? <laughs> and, and, and they said, yeah, but he says, there's four in there. There's four people in there. And one of them is like the Son of God. God is with me. God is with me. With me is the indicator that God is there. And when people see you, they see your problems, whatever. And it's like, God is with me. I come to this resolution, this understanding. God is with me. I'm not alone. Things are going to be okay because there's, there's God and I together in this. God is with me. And so just like the three Hebrew children, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God is with me. And what happens? Their cords that bound them are burnt off. So the things that are problems, going through the problems, going through the furnace, you know, it, it burns off what ties us up. <laughs> See, sometimes God allows us to go through these things to liberate us, not destroy us. When it comes to the task that we face, God is there. He is with me. He has a plan he has a purpose. So as I go into and through my problems, I am looking for the best, believing in the best, and I am thinking that God is going to bring me out of this, but I don't know exactly how. You know, the three Hebrew children didn't have a clue that they were going to be rescued, but they told the king, our God is able to do this, but if he doesn't, we're still not bowing down. So in our life, I, God may eliminate and take away the bad things from my life, but even if he doesn't, I'm still going through this. God is going to take me through this. And see, it is our faith that allows God to act in our lives because we're looking for him. We're looking for him. We're believing. The disciples, they were in serious trouble. They were crossing the Sea of Galilee. A storm comes up. And you see, crises is, in this situation, there's a storm and there's superstition. <laughs> Crises in this place with the disciples is a storm, a very real situation, and a superstition. Because when Jesus came to them walking on the water, they thought it was a ghost. <laughs> you know, you see how superstition, people blow things out of proportion? You know, 
It was, it was a monumental, it was a monster. But really, it was a mouse. <laughs> it was a monster of a mouse. It was a kangaroo. No, it was. <laughs> you see, mountains out of molehills, that the ability that we have to blow things out of proportion is... Um, it's, it's our ability to believe. You know, and, and actually it's believing in reverse, as it were, making something worse than it, I believe that it's going to be worse than it'll ever be in my life. Well, you see, belief works in both directions. So what happens is Jesus comes to them walking on the water and they're, they're terrified of the storm and then in that storm they are more terrified by there's a ghost there. You know, people they, they, there's bound to have been stories about people who have died at, at the, on the Sea of Galilee in a storm and, you know, we saw them walking on the water. Their spirit was walking on the water, you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, Jesus told them, don't be afraid, it's me. Jesus is with me. Hmm. You see, the storm is very real, but the made-up crises, blowing it out of proportion, that's up to us. God always puts it in perspective. You see, we don't tell our problems how big they are. We tell our problems how big God is and how that God has promised to be with me and see me through this. And Jesus spoke to them at once, don't be afraid, he said, take courage, I am here. See, take courage, I am here. He is with me. So the very presence of the Holy One, the very presence of Jesus, may not change our circumstances, but it can change the way we view them. You know, there may still be the storm, but Jesus is in the boat. (laughs) He's there with me, and that with me is an assurance. And the one scripture uh, that I, I was thinking of for this message today is in Psalm 46, and it's verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. God is with me. Sometimes in, in, in this psalm, in Psalm 46, it, you know, starts, you know, it goes, The God is my refuge. I will not fear, though the waters roar in trouble. What, what they're talking, what he's talking here about is an earthquake and a tsunami. <laughs> you know, the earthquake, the plates the, the, of the earth shift, and then there's this huge wave comes in, and it's like the earth, and it's talking about an earthquake and a tsunami. And the rivers and the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. You see, right through, this, right through the heart of God's city is a, is, is a river of life. And we know that Pittsburgh's built on a river. Uh, Harrisburg's built on a river. What is this? Philadelphia doesn't have a river, does it? Yeah, I have a river, you know. Erie has the lakes, you know. The, the river is like a source of life. And it gives them transportation. It, in our day, it gives us power, you know, power plants and, and things like that. But you see, though the rivers and the, the heathen rage and the kingdoms are moved, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Verse 7, the Lord of, of hosts is with us. 
Come, behold the works of the Lord. God is with us. So in the midst of all this shaking and quaking and tsunami, and let's just, he says, verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Daniel had no way to get out of this situation. I have no way to change this. Either God changes it or I go to the lions. And in this case, the lions are... 10 people fed to the lions, zero. <laughs> score is very lopsided, you know. But Daniel doesn't look at the score. He doesn't look at, well, what are the odds of a person surviving a den of lions? It's either lions or not lions. Daniel's dead or he's not going in. But you see, he was in and God kept him. God is with me. Three Hebrew children. <laughs> Either our God keeps us out of the fire or we die. But there's a third option. God is with me. I go into the fire. You see, it's either in the lions, dead, or not in the lions, alive. God is with me. Third option. The disciples on the Sea of Galilee, terrified of the storm, but even more terrified of the ghost on the, the, the ghostly figure walking on the waves. It's either the storm and a ghost, or it's Jesus. God is with me. And God has a way of calming the storm, keeping us whenever we are in the lion's den, and God is able to keep us even in the furnaces of our lives. God is. God is, yes, God is with me. He is with us. He is with me. God is with me. God is, we're going to say with me, because us is plural, me is singular, and I've got to take this home with me. God is with me. Amen. Let's all stand. <laughs> So no matter what trial, no matter what difficulty, no matter what, God is with me. He hasn't abandoned me. He hasn't forsaken me. He hasn't left me. He has never left us. And he may be blowing the horn like I was <laughs> to get that, avert that situation where somebody was distracted by texting. <sighs> Hopefully she realizes that she can't text and drive, <laughs> you know. So, but you see, God gets us back on the path. Father, we thank you that you are with us. God, we don't understand why circumstances are the way they are, but God, you're with us. Just as with the three Hebrew children, just as with Daniel, just as with the disciples, God, you are with us. You are with me. And you will calm the storm you will close the mouth of the lions. You will take the fire and it will not burn us. Only the things that bind us. Thank you, God, that you will see us through all of these things because we know that you are with me. You are with us. You are with me. Amen? Amen. God bless you. <laughs>